This podcast is brought to you by the Turquoise Trail Charter School, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Greetings, Hypothesis listeners. I'd like to start this episode off by reading to you a text message that was sent to me from a friend who's a vice president at a prominent research institution in the Pacific Northwest that will remain unnamed. Here's the text. Yo, can we find an evening to chat? Topic, what are best practices for virtual kindergarten? These folks in are trying to recreate the in-person experience virtually, and it's a show, and not working. Any ideas? It's a great question, and the answer is, maybe? Back in late August and early September, when it became clear to us that if we were able to adhere to all of the guidelines that were being passed down to us from the state, that we would be able to serve kids in person, I started to get messages from our pre-K, from our kindergarten teachers, asking whether they would be able to serve kids in person and what it would take. As it turns out, the kindergarten did come back and they did so under increasingly challenging circumstances that forced them all to consider and reconsider why they were doing what they were doing and whether they should actually do it. So today, part one of two parts, the return of the five-year-olds. And today you're going to meet two kindergarten teachers and our elementary school principal who are gonna take you into their experience coming back to school in a hybrid model in a global pandemic. Okay, this is the new normal, and in a split second, the new normal is replaced by the new new normal, and then that is replaced by the new 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 normal. This is Mrs. Martinez. You might recognize her voice from the introduction that we typically have. She's one of our four kindergarten teachers. The idea of kindergarten is you walk them to you walk your kids to the class on the first day. It's this rite of passage, and it's beautiful. And it was different this year because parents couldn't come in. They had to drop their child off and we walked them into the building. And it's not necessarily the kindergarten that we wanted to give them, but it was the kindergarten we can give them. As a leadership team at the school, we had decided that we were not gonna open any grade unless we were doing it in lockstep with the teachers. So we had asked the kindergarten team to develop an academic plan, what the day would look like each day so that we could build an operations plan around it. And in the beginning, they were really excited because to plan in the abstract sort of takes out some of the very real life impacts that we are currently facing. And as they went through, the planning process, and as we got closer to the first day of school, it became a little bit more challenging. Um, but we were all on board. This is Mrs. Maynard, one of our kindergarten teachers. But I think perhaps at different times and different phases, as we saw numbers start to rise, I think it became uh, very real for everyone. And you know, from what I can tell, a couple 
it just seemed like they were just not not wanting to do it at all. But then I know how our team is. We don't want to let anyone down, <laughs> especially the kids and the parents. That's where our heart is. That's where our heart lies. And the last meeting we all had together, we really, we had really decided we did not want to start school, but no one could really come out and just say it directly. <laughs> we tried in our own way to say it in a roundabout way. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're, we're really good about, uh, listening to each other, supporting each other, reaching out to each other. How are you? Are you okay? Um, but there's, it's definitely been a mixed bag of how we feel about it. It's useful to note here that the first day of kindergarten was planned for Tuesday, October 20th. And as that date neared, the COVID-19 rates in New Mexico and in Santa Fe County were continually rising. And that very day, Tuesday, October 20th, the governor announced that she would be coming on television to make an announcement. And I think a lot of us felt as though she was going to tell us that schools were going to be shut back down. So set amid that backdrop, the kindergarten teachers, the kindergarten EAs, the kindergartners themselves and their families still prepared to come to school, and they did. But the excitement of the first day of school was also met with the reality of the public health circumstances that New Mexico found itself in. You know, reality sunk, sunk in. It, it did. It sunk in what we're doing. And that first day, we were, I think as a team, so very nervous. We were all very nervous. But the buses are arriving with kids, and the cars are arriving with families. And the excitement of the first day is so high with all of the kids and their new backpacks and their new masks that they want to show off. It really did feel like the first day of school that we haven't had a chance to have as I was meeting the cars and the parents would drop off the kids, how really genuinely happy the parents were. It wasn't just about dropping off my kid, now I can go to work or now I can go home, but so excited for the first day of school for their students. I loved that because it wasn't just going through the motions. They had been preparing for really months to be able to meet the students or to meet their um, teachers in person. This is Mrs. Berg, our elementary school principal who was there on that first day. So we hugged them with air hugs <laughs> and then sent them on their way to the classes and it went really well. And then they got into their classrooms. Find their name tags and they sat at their table and they're sitting at a table all by themselves and it was different. And then we go to line up and go outside and it was different. It was this new reality where kids are six feet apart and they're wearing masks and they have to, you know, clean up in a way that they'd never cleaned up before. But in the end, kids are kids. And I love this story that Ms. Maynard told about one of her students uh, on that first day. Here it is. This boy, we've been watching him and had a really hard time getting connected with us. Finally, when they did, we're so happy to see him. Um, so his mom or sister would stand by him 
when we could see their arm come in, you know, <laughs> to the screen, we knew that someone was there that he would turn to every time we asked a question, they would answer for him, then he would answer. And then it just became his habit. Every time he, you know, I called on him, he would look to them. If they weren't there, he was, you know, snapping at them and getting angry. And, you know, Michelle and I were both thinking, oh, my goodness, this boy, <laughs> what's he going to be like when he comes to school? And his mother told me that he had been fighting with him. He doesn't want to do the schoolwork. And he showed up very sporadically, very sporadically. So we had no idea what we were going to get. So that first day, he sits near me at my desk, and he said to me, this. Well, first starts off with computers are not school. They are not school. This. He looks around the room. This is school. I've always had a good school. You know, he's had two years now of school. I've always had good teachers. I love my teachers. I love my school. And then I found out also from his mom when he came home, the first thing he told her was, Mom, my teacher has the most beautiful blue eyes. I love my teacher because that's all he sees, right, are my eyes. He doesn't see my mouth now because I'm wearing my mask. So, And he's the model student. He is the model student. He's so polite. He does his work. He's figured out, you know, how things work in the classroom. He waits his turn. Um, now we have him sitting across from another boy, but we have barriers, you know, with plastic in between. And it just makes my heart so happy to see them talking to each other and socializing, you know, and that's what we've been missing. That's what the kids have been missing to see boys just talking and doing their schoolwork it's it's such a happy sight and he's just so happy he went home so happy that day and as a teacher it's moments like those that you really remember it's moments like those that compel you to say yes let's come back to school let's do whatever it takes it's the other moments the watching the television and seeing that the coronavirus cases are up all around you that make you reconsider. But this moment has so powerfully forced us all, I think, to connect with what our values and motivations are more powerfully than usual. And for the kindergarten teachers, ultimately, it's the desire to serve kids and serve families that won out. I would say it was positive overall because of the reaction of my students. And every parent that I talked to this week, and I asked, what, you know, what, what does your son or daughter think about school? They're all so happy to be back. I mean, this is, this is what we have. You know, this is what we have. And it's very hard, and it's very challenging, and it's very tough. But um, that's, I'm a teacher, <laughs> you know. You know, I love my students. I love our school, our community, our parents, my colleagues. You know, we're, we're doing the best we can. We are yeah. doing the best, absolute best we can. And so I think if I were to answer my friend's question, the one that was posed at the top of the podcast about in-person kindergarten, I would have to say that the real solution is passionate and caring adults who put kids first no matter what, and work relentlessly hard to figure out every day how to serve them better.
I'll leave you with one final note from Mrs. Martinez. At the end of the day, they are here for us and we are there for them. And that's all that we can do. I hope that you'll tune in to the next episode, Return of the Five-Year-Olds Part 2, because just bringing the kids back into the building and getting used to the procedures and doing school in the way in which we are forced to do it now only lasted for just a little while. At the end of that week and the end of last week, everything changed. And the kindergartners are no longer here at school. In Part 2... I'll take you into what happened the week following that first week. In the meantime, stay safe and stay well. And keep reading books. A very special thanks this week to our entire kindergarten team. That's Mrs. Martinez, Mrs. Maynard, Mrs. Dannenberg, and Mrs. Brown, as well as our EAs, Ms. Royball, Ms. LaBombard, Mrs. Windham. A special thank you to our elementary school principal, Mrs. Berg, as well as local Santa Fe legend, our music teacher, Mr. Rothschild, who worked with one of his students, Byron, to put this music together. Hopefully you're enjoying that. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you soon.